You're listening to the American Journal of Perinatology podcast. This episode is another in our regular series, taking an in-depth look at the SMFM pregnancy meeting. To find out more about the meeting, go to www.smfm.org or go to the AJP homepage at www.tima.com forward slash AJP. Welcome to another edition of the American Journal of Perinatology's podcast series. On today's special edition, we will highlight the upcoming SMFM annual meeting. SMFM's 38th annual pregnancy meeting will take place from January 29th through February 3rd, 2018 in Dallas, Texas. The annual meeting is SMFM's annual showcase of scientific forums and presentation of original research highlighting current topics in maternal fetal medicine. Researchers and speakers from around the world will convene in Dallas to present the state of the art in maternal fetal medicine. Many SMFM members have worked behind the scenes to organize this year's annual meeting. Dr. Cynthia Gianfi Bannerman, professor of women's health at Columbia University, is the current scientific forum chair and is joining us today to review some of the highlights of the scientific sessions at this year's annual meeting. Thank you very much for joining us today to talk about the upcoming SMFM's annual pregnancy meeting. Happy to be here. So as most of our listeners and readers know, the annual meeting has sort of two main parts. The typical scientific sessions begin on Thursday and go through Saturday. But before that, begin several postgraduate courses, scientific forums, and luncheon roundtables. I know this year you are the scientific forum chair, so we've invited you to kind of discuss and give some highlights to some of these updated and new educational opportunities. First off, I guess, can you just briefly describe for our listeners sort of the difference in a postgrad course and the scientific forums and the luncheon roundtables? Well, the scientific forums, I think, are really fantastic because they are kind of topic-based within MFM. So if you have an interest in critical care, diabetes, cardiology, uh, you can come and listen to several talks that are kind of targeted towards recent updates in that area. And the nice thing about the forums is that they're free. And so I remember as a fellow really trying to get to, to these meetings, and you get to kind of hobnob and meet the experts in the field who are talking about these sessions. So I think the scientific forums are really exciting and very accessible to all the members of SMFM. Any of the scientific forums that are new or newly energized this year that you wanted to highlight? Yeah, we have a new one this year, which is on perinatal mental health, being led by Emily Miller and Camille Hoffman. We're very excited about that. We think it can really be a nice ongoing forum in that mental health is so important to women who are both pregnant and immediately postpartum. And I think because of the portion of women that have anywhere from postpartum blues to full-out postpartum depression, it's a nice topic to cover. And I think that there can be so many aspects that are covered. They're going to talk about some of the pharmacology associated with this, as well as just recognition and treatment of some of the mental health issues. So I think that's going to be really exciting. Great. That sounds like a great new scientific forum and hopefully will draw a large crowd. It looks like under fetal cardiology this year, there'll be some simulations. Do you have insight into those simulations or can you give us a teaser about those? Yeah, I said the organizers are excited and that this is the first year. Both Dr. Lee, Wesley Lee, and Roberta Romero are working 
together to allow folks to have a sim experience. I think we'll pilot it this year and hopefully we can have simulation available to a larger audience depending on how it goes, but participants will actually be able to be actively participating in this session through simulation. I think one of the other things that I've enjoyed about the scientific forums and attending these is that they seem a little less lecture and are at a level that seem to be a little bit more interactive. So I think those are good forums for people very interested in these topics. Yeah, and you know, I think that we really do make an effort to turn over leadership every couple of years so that they stay new and fresh. And so folks who are elected as the leaders have their elections every two years and there's new leadership. So we do really try to keep these fresh and keep the topics uh, current. Some of the more smaller types of conferences, the luncheon roundtables are things that occur on Thursday and Friday between some of the scientific sessions. Anything stand out in those or any must-sees? from the luncheon roundtables that you can think of this year? It looks like there's some pretty interesting topics. I know that the preterm birth group is going to look at different diagnostics and therapeutics for preterm birth, and that's led by Jane Norman. We have coding tips, which is always very helpful, and I think in a luncheon forum, everyone can learn a lot from that. The controversies over late preterm steroids will be an interesting topic, I think, because folks are still talking about that. And twins and short cervix, we certainly don't have an answer, so hopefully Joey Biggio will help us figure that out. Yeah, I think these are a lot of really interesting opportunities and kind of short and targeted sessions where we can really learn a lot and have some lunch. I saw an interesting title in the luncheon roundtables, and maybe you can provide some more input on that, but the putting the me back in MFM by Dr. Hill. Yeah, I know. I think this is a great opportunity. I believe that what Dr. Hill is planning to do is really remind us of taking care of ourselves. You know, it's a really hot topic for GME and our staff and for fellows, but wellness is something that we have pretty much ignored from the faculty standpoint. And putting me back in MFM, I think, will be a really interesting topic. I think that's an excellent idea and works towards sort of a very well-rounded event this year. Yeah. So some of the highlights, obviously, of the annual meeting are the postgraduate courses, and obviously these are put on by real leaders in our field. The postgraduate courses run Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Do you have any insights into some must-go-tos or some new topics from the postgraduate courses this year? You know, I have to say the one that I'm probably the most excited about is the GYN scanning for the MFM. I feel that at least, uh, you know, at my place and at many places, MFMs are called to do GYN scans and the amount that you learn in fellowship is variable. And while you feel like you maybe know a little bit about some of the other topics, this is one where really they teach us a lot. So I'm very excited about that one. Another one I'm excited about are the debates between USA and Europe. I think they put on a nice forum and there's kind of inherent differences in, in the way we practice here compared to there and they've picked some hot topics. So I'm kind of excited to hear what folks are going to say about some of the different controversies. I think the one you're referring to is the preterm labor and birth management, the U.S. versus Europe. Yeah, it would be very insightful to see how people practice in different places. I think sometimes we become a little bit myopic into how we manage it. And I think getting that extra insight and diversity can be really helpful. What I like about the way that they've set up a lot of these, not only these two, but a lot of the other sessions is that the talks are kind of short and to the point. So, you know, it keeps the audience engaged. They're not kind of long talks. And we really are trying to focus on adult learning and make things a little bit more interesting than just kind of the stage on the stage. So I'm really looking forward to some of these. 
I think SMFM is again showing its sort of leadership and its timeliness in having two, I think, very important postgraduate courses this year. The first being the President's Workshop on Substance Use Disorders in Pregnancy and and a second postgraduate course on developing champions to fight the opiate epidemics. Can you give us some insight into how these came about and what people might expect from these postgrad courses? I think that these are incredibly hot topics right now and folks around the country are kind of inundated with the opioid epidemic and are are trying to learn what the best mechanisms are to treat our patients. And so I think that was what led to this joint session sponsored by SMFM, ACOG, and uh, ASAM. So I think it's really going to be important to both have that session and see what comes out of that session as well as the very topical and timely session on Wednesday where folks will actually learn what to do. And at the end of the course, I think they're able to become providers for, it's like a a waiver course and they can facilitate prescribing medication and get the certification that they need, which will be really great. I think that's super important. I agree. Uh, The need is certainly outpacing the providers that have this extra skill. We noticed that in our own institution, and I'm sure a lot of people could benefit from these courses. Yeah. And then another one that I'm really excited about is the African Coalition for Excellence in Obstetric and Neonatal Care. That's also on Wednesday. There's so many good ones. It's really tough because they all are at the same time. But it looks like they're talking about, you know, the Coalition for Excellence and they've brought in some speakers both from here and speakers that are here that have ties to different regions of Africa. And it looks like it'll be very interesting to talk about developing joint research projects and training and ultrasound and all of those interesting things. It seems like the global health focus has moved from roundtables and special interest groups more to a lot of the postgraduate courses with the U.S. versus Europe, preterm labor and birth management, and the African Coalition for Excellence in OB and Neonatal Care postgrad courses. I think that should be energizing. Yeah, no, I completely agree. There's also a session on Tuesday evening that um, just has a short mention in the preliminary program, but it's the research forum session that happens on Tuesday evening. I believe the time for that is 5 to 7.30 p.m. on Tuesday, and it's the state of the science. This year, they're talking about preterm birth research, but I think they're using a very interesting focus. So they are going to have investigators debate what is the best mechanism to answer the question, whether it's a randomized clinical trial, an epidemiological study, translational research. And so it's really taking a look at the similar question from a completely different perspective and seeing how can we answer it well. And so this is kind of led by Aaron Coy and Bob Silver and Tracy Maddock, and I think it'll be really fantastic. Any other don't miss evening, late afternoon events that we haven't talked about so far? Outside of the scientific program, there's a tribute to Dan, who has been our leader forever, Dan O'Keefe, and that's going to be a really special event happening, I believe, Thursday night. So that's something that I think that folks shouldn't miss at all. And then it's always nice, you know, I've done it over the past few years, to do the 5K walk run. You know, initially you look at the time and you think, wow, this is really early, but you end up that morning feeling so refreshed and so energized. It's just a great end to the meeting. So I tell folks to really suggest that you go because it's really a, it's really a fantastic event. I always walk. I never run. <laughs> <laughs> I participated in the inaugural one in San Diego and sadly have missed the others due to competing meetings at that same time. But I would agree with you. It is a fantastic event and helps support the foundation for SMFM. Right. 
Finally, abstract awards, Saturday morning at 8 to 8.30 are important things to check in and see how your institutions fared. Yeah. And this year, for the first time, we actually have four late-breaking abstracts instead of two. The quality was so good, and we had the space to select a few extra ones. And so we're very excited to be able to present more late-breaking abstracts for folks to hear. I agree, looking at this year's program, the quality of the postgraduate courses looks impressive. And we haven't even mentioned some of the ones, the, the standbys, such as genetics and OB critical care, and both simulations in critical care and in ultrasound-guided procedures. Those are fantastic courses that have stood the test of time and continue to come back year after year. Yes, absolutely. Dr. Gampy bannerman any other uh, don't-miss events for the scientific program for this year's annual meeting? You know, I think you can't go wrong. There's so much good stuff, whether you're interested in maternal medicine, obstetric care, quality, patient safety. There's going to be this relatively new session on evidence-based fetal intervention. It's going to be interesting because I know that the organizers are going to try to figure out if folks think that there's actually evidence around what we do with the fetus. And so that'll be interesting too. But there's, there's so many good sessions and courses, and I'm just very excited about this year's SMSM. Thank you very much for joining us today and giving us some insight and don't miss opportunities at this year's annual meeting. Thanks for taking the time to join us and we will see you in Dallas in a little less than a month. Yeah, see you in Dallas. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. That was the American Journal of Perinatology podcast. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about the journal at www.tima.com forward slash AJP or check out our Facebook and Twitter pages. If you enjoyed our podcast, please rate us on iTunes and join us next time.